0: Today's episode is brought to you by Tua Tee Fitness and the Sounds in Cinema podcast.
1: Shant and Chu are washing their mouths out with soap because the How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Blah, 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 blah. Bitch. Fuck. Bitch. Fuck. Bitch. Fuck. Okay.
0: Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This is the This Means War edition. That's hard to say. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the this. <laughs> My name is Michael. I'm not Michael Chance. I'm Chance. Yeah. There you go. This is Chance. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, of course, is Lady Chu from Two t Fitness. What's say up? hello Chu
1: hi everybody <laughs> this is uh this was something this
0: okay how much it? of a something was it because I've got a bone to pick with you about our last episode <laughs> I think these two episodes are great companion pieces Hudson Hawk and this means war
1: interesting I wonder if you feel that way because we're gonna be on complete opposite like spectrums Like, we're going to completely disagree. Uh, This movie was not good. Did I hate it? No. I didn't hate it. It was what it was. You know, it's a romantic comedy. You've got three huge stars in it. Um, I didn't hate it. I did have a shit ton of notes. Four pages. You
0: should have hated it. This movie's (laughs) fucking awful.
1: It's not good, you guys. (laughs) But if you like these three actors, I would say go ahead. W- okay, look, it. this is
0: my over this is my overarching point. This movie is every bit as ridiculous as Hudson Hawk is. <laughs> and yet you kind of like this movie and hate that movie, but that movie at least knows it's ridiculous.
1: That's a fair point. I won't disagree with you. But Thank
0: you. I reason, accept your apology.
1: I, uh, that was not an <laughs> apology. I'm just. It should have been saying I won't argue with you on this one thing.
0: You can't argue because so. I'm right and you're wrong, <laughs> madam.
1: I'm rubber and you're glue. However, that works. Um, uh, I'm th-
0: rubber and you're glue. Shut up. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man i gotta write that down oh t-shirt idea nice is that
0: a t-shirt oh totally we haven't had a t-shirt in a while i
1: know i feel like not since i don't know deep blue sea super dead that's the one that always comes had to one mind.
0: since then i just can't remember i don't remember what it is you should have them written down though by the way
1: i do i have notes in three different places so
0: it's very good you then.
1: know i'm organized whatever All right, ladies and
0: gentlemen, we're talking about the 2012 movie. I'm not going to say film. This Means War, (laughs) directed by Mick G, which I don't feel comfortable even saying. Mick G.
1: Like his last name is just the letter, or is it G? I don't know.
0: Mick G is a name that, to me, evokes a smell. (laughs)
1: It smells
0: like McG in here. (laughs)
1: Yikes. (laughs) So not the best smell.
0: I don't know. He's directed Charlie's Angels and Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. A couple of movies that I don't think are bad, by the way. That's where he gets his tone right. But he directed We Are Marshall, Terminator Salvation, Three Days to Kill. How many of those movies do you know, Chu? I'm going to say one.
1: I've never watched the Charlie's Angels movies, and no offense, but I won't. It's not my thing. Um, We Are Marshall, I think I've seen that. Is that the one where they die in the plane accident? Yeah. Yeah.
0: True story. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: Which, strangely, I've thought about before. Think about all the college and professional teams that have ever been on planes to go to other places to play games. It's hard to believe that not more than this one— and. Like that soccer team that had to eat themselves. It's the only two I can think of offhand that have crashed.
1: You know, during the break I'm gonna have I'm you... not
0: advocating that more sports teams should crash and die, Chew. I'm just surprised <laughs> it hasn't happened. But it's a so. it's a it's a good marketing point for the safety of air travel. Yes. It doesn't happen often.
1: Uh, during the break, I'm gonna have to ask you to elaborate on this soccer team because I don't know if I know this story.
0: Oh, you don't know the story of Alive?
1: No. Yikes. Ethan Hawke. Interesting. I'm interested. Although
0: it's like a lot of American actors playing. The team was actually from somewhere in South America, so Hollywood, of course. Let's let's put white people in it. <laughs>
1: Ethan Hawk, he seems like he could play a South American. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> no offense, Ethan Hawk.
0: But their plane crashed high in the mountains, in the snow. They're completely fucked. A bunch of people died in the crash. A bunch of, you know, half was kind of like half died, half lived. They were trying to just make things work for as long, hoping, hoping to get rescued. And then they started running out of food and. They decided, we're going to have to hike. We're going to have to send people out to save this group. And in order to survive, we're going to have to start eating the dead. Yikes. Yum, yum.
1: That's unfortunate. Yes. Right, right.
0: I would eat you to survive. You might
1: have to edit this part out. It's not showing up on...
0: Thanks. Took you a
1: second. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! (laughs) All right. Okay.
0: Back to business, Chew. Quit screwing around. This movie had unbelievably. This movie had a budget of sixty-five fucking million dollars.
1: That seems too much.
0: Oh, way too much. Made 54.7 yep. in the USA, which usually is the barometer for success or failure. Even though worldwide, cumulatively, this movie made 156.4, it was considered a massive failure. If you can't make your money back in the USA, Hollywood tells you to go You're fuck yourself. Up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, how long is your list of grievances, my friend? 25. Holy shit. You got more grievances than me. I have 20. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh wow. I think I kind of
0: stopped taking notes after a certain amount of time, though, to be fair.
1: I did take a break, too.
0: I just let the shittiness wash over me at a certain point.
1: <laughs> How many positive points did you have? 5. Oh, wow. I had a lot. Not more than grievances, but I had 14. What
0: the S- fuck is the matter with S- you? Some
1: of them were relevant, some of to some some of them were relevant to the story, some of them were just like I like Chris Pine, I like Tom Hardy, you know. They didn't really have anything to do with the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. So, probably less, but I'm going to stick with it. 25 and 14 is what I got.
0: Wow. Yeah. Can you guess? I don't know if you caught it, but my number one positive point for this movie is?
1: Reese Witherspoon.
0: Well, there's that. But no. Okay. (laughs) There is a moment when these two idiot characters are walking out of an elevator and there's a man sitting at a desk.
1: Jenkins! Yes! (laughs) They both say, shut up, Jenkins!
0: (laughs) I've never been so happy in my life.
1: I put big notes on that one.
0: (laughs) I put an exclamation point. Shut up, Jenkins!
1: (laughs) Uh, that was good.
0: Oh, it was great. Yeah. Just ma- magnificent. <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> so let's talk about actual How Dare You Awards. This movie was nominated for two How Dare You Awards. Movie you least wanted to see. Yeah. Which I'm actually surprised about because usually I insist on it having made less than $10 million. Maybe I was just trying to round out the category and thought this movie's so shitty, <laughs> the amount of money doesn't matter. But it lost to a thousand words, an Eddie Murphy movie.
1: Oh, However,
0: sure. this movie did win Most Ridiculous Concept.
1: Oh, I would have thought maybe it would be a candidate for most formulaic in the sense that you have two people fighting over, trying to date, and win over one person. Not necessarily like the spy shit, but yeah, the romance part of it would have been formulaic.
0: Oh, man. I don't even remember this movie. The movie that won most formulaic? The Guilt Trip.
1: I don't know what that is. Do you remember that movie? No. Shocker.
0: Looking at the title, I didn't remember it, but it's two mismatched people go on a road trip, this time with Seth Rogen and Barbara Streisand. Remember that movie? <laughs> what? Right? <laughs>
1: That's random.
0: This was a movie. But this means war, one, most ridiculous concept, uh, over a thousand words, Battleship. <laughs> Battleship. Movie based <laughs> on Shit. a goddamn... Hasbro game, man on a ledge, and the watch. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Okay. It is ridiculous.
0: Oh yeah. This means war. Two dead sexy CIA CIA operatives <laughs> must have heated dead sexy battle over a dead sexy lady.
1: I <laughs> like the over usage of dead as an adjective. <laughs>
0: By the way, does the CIA let British people into the CIA? That was a question I had.
1: Um. I mean, a fair question, but if he's become a citizen, maybe when he. Maybe he moved to America when he was a kid, gained citizenship.
0: I'm saying it's not implausible, but I just kept saying, who let this British man into the CIA?
1: That's a fair question. That's a hole in the story.
0: <laughs> also. I don't think of the CIA. I'm sure they have. It's just, It was just weird to see the CIA operating out of Los Angeles.
1: That was weird. Right? Like, do they have an office there? Like, they probably do. But... I don't know. <sighs> but it
0: just seemed strange. Also, their office? Not an office.
1: No. I don't know what that was.
0: How did these two idiot... Jackasses have the two biggest desks that look like they're set up in the fucking hallway, <laughs> facing each other.
1: This doesn't make any sense.
0: This movie is dumb. D U M dumb. There you go. Yep.
1: Yeah, these guys aren't good. Spies. I said I. I
0: said, I said I'm not gonna. lie. Yeah, they are terrible they're spies. They're not good at their job. I said. uh I, I, I My first grievance was in the first second of this movie. I wrote down CGI chopper to start.
1: Uh-oh. <laughs> that whole, yeah, that opening scene was, oh, what?
0: A bit much.
1: Too fucking much. You could have scaled it down a bit, and it just, it would have been better. I could get behind it.
0: Oh, goddamn mess.
1: It was kind of annoying. I think it was supposed to be funny. Um, And I'm obviously not a sensitive person when it comes to this stuff. But Chris Pine's character. To
0: any stuff, really, when you think about it. <laughs> I
1: guess so. <laughs> Chris Pine's character <laughs> is just too much of a, of a womanizer. Like, he's too much into the pussy. You know, like, can we just rein it back a little bit? Just rein it back. Right. It's fine.
0: I agree completely. And so much so that I thought, are these two guys miscast? Yeah. Because shouldn't Tom Hardy be the rogue foreigner asshole and have Chris Pine, angel face, be the nice guy?
1: <laughs> right. No? I mean, that would make sense. In general, I don't think either one of these actors fit. That particular role, no, because I, I don't agree. think that's how they really are yeah. in real life. Not that I fucking know them personally, but that's what I would imagine.
0: Well, can I? What What about Reese Witherspoon?
1: She doesn't. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know if she's typecast necessarily, or if she just enjoys doing these types of movies, the romantic comedy.
0: She I doesn't. This know. is. This was sort of. I want to say that this might have been the straw that broke the camel's back, where she's like, "I, she, I don't want to do these movies," and started her own production company and wanted more advocacy for women and for the things she was doing and
1: playing more important roles. Yeah.
0: Yeah, just you know, having better choices, and this movie might have been the thing that made her do that. Which thank God, because
1: yeah,
0: she's just too talented. But she did. You know, I,
1: recently I remember
0: seeing wild
1: she did recently do like a romantic comedy movie it's like home something home again yeah so i'm like yeah so that coming to mind made me think is she, is she doing this on purpose because she likes it or is it just like a thing i just don't know she's better than this
0: so i guess my the reason i was asking is that like that movie, the Home Again movie and this movie and What's the one where she's a ghost with Mark <laughs> Ruffalo?
1: Heaven Something. That's also Oh, yeah. oh boy.
0: Yeah. So there's But then I I look at a movie like Legally Blonde.
1: That was good. I liked
0: it. Which character Yeah, which character-wise she seems to have a little bit more to chew on and yeah. she's hysterical and legally blonde. Yeah, she's good. So is it is she for I guess my question to you is is she funny in this movie?
1: There was a couple things she said that I laughed, but all in all this isn't like great work.
0: But is it something that anybody else could have done? Yeah. And been just yeah. as good in, right? Because she's an extreme talent, I think, as an actor, and I think she's genuinely funny. One of my positive points is when she was in the bathroom and said, oh, my God, my boobs are sweating. <laughs> yeah. She's trying to, like, dry herself <laughs> yeah. off. She's legitimately funny, but I think maybe what it is is the character as written. I think this movie is more about the two guys. I think it's written for the yeah. two guys. And she's just playing sort of girl next door, mm-hmm. every woman.
1: I think she did the best job she could given the situation and she deserved better. Yeah. You didn't have That's, to do this movie, yes, anyway, Reese. I
0: think she deserved better. But I guess my concern was that she comes off as not able to do comedy, which I don't think is true.
1: Yeah, I agree. I don't know. There's just these three people.
0: Just another reason to hate this fucking movie. These three people didn't
1: deserve this movie. Right. Like, they're all so fucking talented. Why? What are we doing? Also, I had to look up because obviously, you know, you see Tom Hardy and you're expecting. I don't know. You immediately think of Bane. So I'm like, fuck yeah, Bane. He's going to be a hard ass. He's going to be a dick. Like, I'm ready to just for Tom Hardy to fuck shit up. <laughs> this was... The, this No. This came out the it's same year boy. as The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight Rises. Um, Rises. But this movie came out before. So at this point, nobody even knew... I don't know. I just sad to think that this might have been the first impression somebody might have had with Tom Hardy. Unacceptable.
0: Yes. All right, let's take a break and then we'll come back and talk more about what a mess this movie is. Okay. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm... And you're wrong. This movie's so much worse it's bad. than Hudson Hawk. Oh.
1: Say it. We'll dis- Say it. No, we'll discuss it.
0: Fine. Fine. <laughs> go ahead and check out 2 T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. And we're back. Chu and I are here discussing the 2012 sloppy mess, This Means War. Chu, I think I literally... Just had the thunderbolt light bulb idea of my reaction to this movie. Okay. This movie is made in 2012, which puts it in the four to five years before we started thinking more thoughtfully about things like gender Race, which I I don't know that race comes up that much in this movie, probably because it's just all fucking white people. But yeah. (laughs) Except for the tragically underused Angela Bassett.
1: Oh, God. God damn it. You have
0: Angela Bassett in your movie.
1: Yeah. Why did she get that role? Like have more of her. She should have ripped those guys a new one. I wanted Angela fucking Bassett. And I don't know who the fuck showed up.
0: Just tragic. But, I mean, there's just, it's like when she, when Reese Witherspoon's character, who's Lauren, actually finally consummates a relationship with Chris Pine, who is FDR, by the way. Too much. FDR, directed by Mick G. I don't like it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's there's definitely a connection there for sure
0: (laughs) but like they're making out and then they get on the counter of the kitchen but you can see that it's I mean it looks like a porno yeah cause like they're both cheating out to the camera
1: get those fucking shoes off of the fucking kitchen counter that's not allowed (laughs) in any capacity and I'm glad we're talking about this because this was a huge grievance. Why are we having sex on uh, the kitchen counter? Like lying down. Like if you want to like like sit up, I understand. Yeah. But lying right. all the way down, not many people have that much counter space. So you can just shut the fuck up.
0: Nobody okay? poses during actual sex.
1: <laughs> no. Because half the time your fucking eyes are closed or it's dark or it's like dim like you don't need to pose because I'm not going to take the time to look right. head to toe at you. Like no, that's not how that But works. there's
0: just so much inappropriate. Like there's men slapping each other's asses when they're strangers. Like one karate dad kid
1: Oh god, that was fucking Slaps
0: rude. Tom Hardy's ass and then slaps him in the face and tells him that's pain leaving his body. <sighs> Like, or no, pain pain is weakness leaving, leaving your body. body.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Uh Bane would have never allowed that. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> He's not Bane well, in this movie, Chuke. Well, whatever.
1: Down. Tom Hardy. He's a will different character. And it took the whole movie for us to get to see comeuppance on that one scene. I didn't appreciate that.
0: <laughs> I think you should be happy that there were any comeuppance, because this movie is the kind of movie that might tragically just let that go. Also, can we talk about the obscene waste of government resources? (laughs)
1: Look what your taxpaying dollars are going towards.
0: Holy fucking shit. (laughs) It's all wrapped up in a little bow of, isn't this hilarious? No. I don't want these two protecting our country. (laughs) One man (laughs) shot a pistol behind Reese Witherspoon's head and destroyed a drone, which, by the way, she didn't even notice. Yeah. What was that? Car backfired. Oh.
1: Come on, Reese. You know this. You're better than this. Fuck.
0: It's not Reese's fault.
1: I know. She does
0: It's the script's fault. Stupid. By the way, what kind of CIA agent shows up to a place where he knows he might use his gun a lot and only bring one clip? Why does Tom Hardy always have just one
1: clip? <laughs> I appreciate them acknowledging it, but, like, this is your job. This is your job. Did you think that you that's all you were going to need, however many bullets come in a magazine? No, yeah. you might need more. Ugh, that's stupid. That is so stupid. Can we talk about the difference in dates? Because I have a lot of feelings about that.
0: You're not talking about days of the week.
1: No. Oh, I'm sorry. Dates. Like the actual dates they went on. Yeah. Go. Tom Hardy's dates were so much better than Chris Pine's. (laughs) <laughs> but I feel it's, bad saying that it's not their all date right. they didn't I'm choose. excited
0: for this listeners let's get the ladies perspective on see but here I, I'm going to take issue with you right away because one of those dates included flying on fucking trapeze okay that which, was a little much which is essentially the same date as Ben Affleck throwing down fucking cookies on Liv Tyler's belly in that lit tree, like a perfectly lit trapeze room, no lights on in the big top except beautiful blue date light.
1: Oh, my God. I completely forgot about Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler's scene, uh, mostly because my brain was like, let's forget this ever happened. Let's You're welcome, it. Chew. Oh, God. I don't know if it's that bad. I didn't, like, cringe the way I did when I saw that scene in Armageddon, but, okay, to be fair, the first Tom Hardy date, not my absolute favorite, but his other couple of dates I really liked. I liked the paintballing. Paintball? I liked, uh, I liked the car. I liked the car date. Those were fun.
0: That's where he shot down the drone, Chew.
1: I'm here for it.
0: He fired a weapon.
1: I'm not saying he was right. I just said I didn't mind it, okay? (laughs) I'm here for the fun stuff. Chris Pine...
0: But all of those dates, by the way, are based on a serious invasion of her privacy.
1: Oh, absolutely. This
0: movie is problematic. Yeah. The gender politics of this movie are a fucking mess.
1: Yeah. It's not good. I didn't like Chris Pine's dates. He's trying to impress her too hard. You know, they do this ode to Goodfellas, you know, with the whole club scene and stuff. Mm -hmm. And...
0: But I did like Ugh. that she immediately left.
1: I like that too. She was like, nope, th- this, no. Nah.
0: Fuck this action.
1: Get it, Reese. Good girl. And then.
0: But I didn't like that he had to basically blackmail her into a first date. Yeah. Not good. No. By the way, spoiler alert, that's the man she ended up with.
1: <laughs> I think she should have ended up with Tom Hardy. Do you? Yeah.
0: Okay, let me ask you this, though. Did you buy the Chris Pine transformation?
1: It was too easy. Did you he know?
0: become a good man through dating this good woman?
1: I don't. Because uh, I think I, I took I issue,
0: like you had said, I think I took issue with why does one of them have to be an asshole? Because why would anybody root for the asshole?
1: Yeah. It's like, oh, well, girls like the bad guys. Girls like the guys who are, like, aloof and, you know, kind of cold. That's not necessarily true. You probably just have bad taste in men. But he ends up, she's like the fixer-upper. She, like, got to fix him. And I can't get behind that.
0: You can or can't? Cannot. Okay.
1: Not in all capitals. Like, that's, eh.
0: You can't change somebody.
1: No. And if they do change, it might not have been because of you, it just because it might have just been because they grew. Okay? You don't need to fix everybody. Reese. <laughs> it's not wow, that's Reese, of, it's Lauren. There's a lot of
0: venom in there. Settle down. <laughs> I won't have you disparaging Reese.
1: Uh it's not Reese. It's just Lauren. I'm just mad at her. <laughs> I just him. You know he's like this broken guy. You know, his parents died. He has this good relationship with his grandparents. You know, he's this womanizer, and then, you know, she softens him up a little bit. But not because she actually softened up. He went and got information that would help him progress. So really, he cheated.
0: Well, not just that. It, like, at first, it's all just to, to
1: outperform see who would win.
0: the other guy. Yeah. To win.
1: Who's your to be your best friend? Your movie is problem.
0: Your movie is problematic when the whole basis of the movie is turning the affection of a woman into a game. It's rude. Into a bet.
1: Ladies, that's not okay.
0: A lesson they could have learned many, many years ago if they just watched Worth Winning with Mark Harmon. Mm. You don't know what I'm talking about.
1: No. I only know who Mark Harmon is. Because of Family Guy, and there was an episode where Peter was pissed at Lois, <laughs> and he was showing her a picture, and I don't remember what the joke was, but he's like, "Do you know who this is? Do you know who this is?" She's like, "Yeah, I know who it is." He's like, "Who? This is Mark Harmon," and I don't know. It was fucking funny, but that's the only reason I know who Mark Harmon is. It's Peter Griffin.
0: That's the only reason you know Mark Harmon.
1: And I don't really even know him.
0: Oh, come on, Chew. I just know he Summer looks school.
1: Like. No.
0: That's a great movie. Love it.
1: I'll, I'll take your word for it.
0: No, you're going to watch it at some point, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's what I mean, because this yeah, that Worth Winning was like an early 90s movie. So you expect at that time for Hollywood to be as dumb as it is. But, we, I mean, we were still that dumb in 2012. I don't think this movie could get made today. Do you? No. Thankfully?
1: No. Yeah. Big no. Okay. Um, The
0: amount of invasion of privacy in this movie is astonishing. Sorry. (laughs) It's illegal. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's against the law. Um, Another problem I have, slightly off subject, you know, Reese runs into her ex who's engaged. And she runs into him at least two or three times throughout I the movie. I think, two. This
0: is one of my issues. Comedy has a rule of three.
1: Yeah. Well, she met him on the street, and that was when she was saying goodbye. She's like, oh, peace. And then she's like, oh, fuck, I want to die. She but that's all
0: fuck. one thing when she and sees him she... again at sushi. Yeah. Okay. That's all one.
1: And then, yeah, she runs and into him And then he sees
0: and... her with Chris Pine, right? Right.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: that guy needed just... to come back a third time.
1: Yeah, I would agree to that. My problem with him.
0: Rule of three, people.
1: <laughs> Ooh, that could be a short idea that maybe <laughs> nobody would get. Um, my problem with him is in the, the first time we meet him and his fiance is that they have they share this long kiss in front of Reese. Don't do that. That's fucking. Well, so my weird. problem
0: is who would do that?
1: I've I've had nobody. Who they just they just kiss in front of, you know, you're out with your friends and then not the when couple... you see
0: somebody, you wouldn't have somebody say, chew nice to see you. Hang on a second.
1: <laughs> 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 I don't know. I feel like I've seen this in my real life before and I can't really pinpoint exactly what memory that is. But this has happened. Please, when we're going out together, not going out, but as friends and there's a group. Don't kiss your significant other like that in front of everybody. No one gives a fuck. No, I
0: have never met somebody on the street with a significant other, said hello, and then start making out with my girlfriend in front of that person. If
1: you want to do a quick kiss, that's fine. But I mean in any situation around family, friends, whatever, people you just met on the street, just don't, don't, don't. (laughs) I'll tell I didn't you the. This is a hot button issue for me. This pissed me off. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll add it to the list.
1: <laughs> God.
0: <laughs> I did think the woman that played his girlfriend was really funny when they met Chris Pine.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's she like an. Played that really well. Yeah. I
0: thought that was pretty funny. Yeah.
1: And I like how Chris kept calling him the wrong name. Yeah. Steve, or. Whatever it was. I appreciated that. It was a nice blow. Um, but all of that
0: happened because he'd already blackmailed her into a date. Yep. I'll say this for the movie, though. I was surprised, mildly pleasantly surprised about their how they both met her. Yeah. I assumed that Chris Pine was going to infiltrate that first date and just decide, no, this is a woman for me. But his meeting her completely separately, I thought was a good touch. Also, I really liked that she had him pegged immediately yeah. for what he was.
1: All yeah. of that I thought that was, was good. good. I agree. That was a good moment for her.
0: You have no choice. I'm right.
1: <laughs> okay, easy there. <laughs> <laughs> ah.
0: Well, you have fucking twenty five. Wait, what you have? How many
1: positive points? Uh, Fourteen.
0: Oh, fucking unacceptable.
1: Um, what I didn't really did like about this movie. I was interested in her job. Like is that a real job? I want to do that job. Mhm. Like where do I go to, to like test products professionally? Does anybody know that?
0: Let's Please just respond send to us a, a little an letter.
1: Answer. Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> like that job sounds fucking fun. <sighs> um they did do a couple odes to like movies. You know, there's the Goodfellas scene and then the um Oh, to speed the freeway scene at the end, which I don't know if that's a positive point or not, but it's just something I noticed and I made note of. Like yeah, the, the freeway's not poorly, finished. Though. Yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah, speed's no. way better. Of course. You know who hasn't seen speed? My sister. Stupid. Idiot. God.
0: God, I was hoping you were going to say your husband. <laughs>
1: no. No. He's definitely old, way old enough to have seen that movie. Like, he's almost your age. Like, pretty easy, old.
0: Easy, <laughs> easy, easy. <laughs> really, really old. I just would have liked to have admonished him for not having seen it.
1: <laughs> as I enjoy
0: admonishing you. Well. I just, generally speaking, love admonishing the chews.
1: I think you just like Doesn't saying really that Doesn't really matter
0: what it's for. <laughs> But I like to admonish the choose.
1: <laughs> well, we don't always do things the way you like them, so there you go.
0: Yeah, you're a couple of pieces of shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not wrong.
0: <laughs> okay. I don't know if I should save this before... Uh, if I should uh, tell you what I'm going to tell you before the break or save it for our last segment. But... A couple of times we have watched movies where I get so bored with the movie, I start making up band names based on the
1: movies. (laughs) Ooh, this is fun. I didn't know this. Would
0: you like to vote on my band
1: names? Yes.
0: All right. Number one, code word boy fight. I like it. Number two, Operation Sadness.
1: That's a good one for, like, an emo. (laughs) emo Number
0: three, too cool for a coherence. Oh, solid. (laughs) Number four, misappropriated funds ragtime (laughs) band.
1: That's a fucking mouthful.
0: (laughs) And the last one, based on the paintball scene, is nutsack trauma.
1: Oh, solid. (laughs) I think that one and the sadness one are my favorites.
0: Operation Sadness? I like that one. (laughs) I don't know, though. Misappropriated Funds Ragtime Band.
1: (laughs) That's so much.
0: (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) I wrote down that this movie is the equivalent of a way too expensive, terribly smelling cheap cologne.
1: Ugh! And they mentioned patchouli. Chris Pine wears patchouli in this movie. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> Unacceptable.
1: You guys, patchouli's not in. P- please don't. Please don't wear it. Don't wear it.
0: Stop. I don't know. This movie just feels like it was welded together by the brute force of McGee. <laughs> or Hollywood itself. Like it just like ho- Hollywood. As an entity with a fucking golden hammer, like make it work, chink, chink, chink.
1: <laughs> I feel like I can't remember to, what other big movie Reese did around this time, but I think this was around the time that Star Trek came out. <clears throat> or that one was of like two thousand
0: nine, I think.
1: Well, one of the sequ- yeah. one of the Star Trek sequels or something, and then so the it's Dark probably Rises in the darkness. came darkness that year. So yeah. I feel like was was this. A situation where Chris Pine and or Tom Hardy were like, hey, I really want to do this other movie. And the studio was like, "Okay, you can do this movie, but you have to do this one movie for us as a favor. And then he got locked in.
0: Hmm, That's hard to say.
1: I don't know. I also don't know if they were made by the same studio. So So Into
0: Darkness, I think, is 2013. So that's a year after this. Hmm. they waited, like, an extra year for whatever reason. I don't know.
1: I'm just thinking, But he's definitely...
0: Because that first Star Trek was definitely 2009.
1: Yeah. I just don't know... Would they have, like, really want... Did they read... Did all three of them read this script and be like, ooh, that sounds fun, I really want to do this?
0: Okay, that was one of my questions for you, was... Is it possible that on the page this looked like more than it was? I
1: don't know. Maybe. May- maybe. Ugh.
0: But it's just so fucking bad.
1: All right. Let's I think take a they break. Were, I think they were held hostage by this movie for something else.
0: <gasps> that would make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take another break and then we'll come back and we'll finish up talking about This Means War. Pretty good reading, right? Yeah, that was good.
1: There was like an exclamation mark in there.
0: <laughs> if you like podcasts like I do, boy, do I have a treat for you. You need to stay on target. And check out the Sounds and Cinema Podcast. Listen as your host, sound designer and music creator Tony Parham, and co host, musical performer and sound lover Derek Hansen, D Rock if You're Nasty, and I Am, discuss all things sound related to film, television, stage, and theatrical productions. They discuss environmental sounds, bioacoustics, dialogue, the nature of communication through sound. But as an added bonus, they drink beer and try to stay on target. Find them wherever you get your podcasts and listen to the pure mania of a man who can charitably be described as Doug, the dog from Up, and another man with a soothing and sultry voice trying to get that man to stay on target. That's the Sounds and Cinema podcast. Tune in and listen to the sounds they are creating just for you. And we're back. Chu and I are here discussing Mick This Means War. All right, Chu. Let me ask you this. There was one moment, because to me, one of the most egregious things about this movie is the manner in which two CIA operatives retask all their energies for, you know, protecting the country (laughs) to spying on this woman.
1: And how come Angela Bassett doesn't find out? Fuck.
0: Right. So that was my thing. I thought to myself, because there's only one moment, and it's really funny, actually. There's one moment where Chris Pine is telling a worker to do something that he should not be doing. And the worker says don't you think there's going to be some legal issues with that? And he just goes, Patriot Act.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right.
0: (laughs) And that was really funny. And so if there was more of that, if there was more consequence to the terrible choices they're making as government workers, and that would have given a chance for Angela Bassett to do something, maybe this movie would have been better. Like, they
1: should have been fired.
0: Because if you progressively... Right. And if you progressively do more outlandish shit with government resources, but you keep being found out and there's some sort of admonishment or there's, you know, being taken to task or something, but they can't help themselves because they love this woman so much, that might have been a better road to go down. No?
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, All right. Anything would have been better. how it was written
0: (laughs) (laughs) literally anything would have been
1: better um i mean they they obviously start out the movie after the whole insane helicopter scene you know they'd emphasize this is supposed to be a very discreet operation and it didn't happen that way so they get in trouble and they're on some sort of suspension um but then they still keep working Mm-hmm. Which is weird, like I are you suspended keep,
0: or keep coming into I, the office. Like, yeah. And also the bad guy what's that guy's name? Till Schweiger, I think. Like he's in uh Inglorious yeah. Bastards. He's in lots of stuff. I think he's yeah, he's in lots of stuff. This guy's a good actor. I feel like he must be pissed that he's constantly just being tasked to be an angry foreigner.
1: Yeah, he's being typecast. Trying in to kill somebody way.
0: in a shitty yeah. movie. Yeah. Can we talk about Chelsea Handler? How'd you feel about oh, Chelsea Handler? Right, you brought Handler?
1: that up. I was going to ask you. Was was she funny in this movie? I would. S- I think she was Chelsea Handler in this movie.
0: Right. I would say yes and no.
1: Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Is, am I? No, we're on the same. Yeah. Does that
0: make sense? What I say. She was funny, that? but
1: it was sometimes it was just like uh, too much, sort of. I don't know. Well, I
0: guess it's. I feel the same way about Reese Witherspoon. You know, first of all, Chelsea Handler is a funny person, and I think she improvised a lot of her stuff Mm -hmm. in this movie. So everything that she's saying is funny. What I don't believe is that these two are best friends.
1: Oh. I can get behind that. So. Yeah.
0: If I don't believe in their relationship... Somehow it lessens the funny for me. It just it just doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel honest. And that's what I don't like about this movie. Speaking more generally is that nothing in this movie feels honest.
1: No, everything's forced. Yeah, it's like somebody had this idea of what they wanted and they were just going to push it. Just a bunch of pushers. Like nothing was organic. (laughs) just a bunch of pushers (laughs) I feel like I feel like that line is from a show or movie and I can't really remember what it is you're a pusher you know what you are you're just a pusher if anybody really figures out what the hell I'm trying to remember please comment
0: I'd like to figure out a way to put that on a (laughs) t-shirt but there's just sort of no context for (laughs) it that could
1: mean anything literally anything you're a
0: pusher (laughs) I don't know. There's just too many moments in this movie, like when they go to see, when they go to visit the dog kennel. Yeah. And then the dog attacks Chris Pine.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Just not funny.
1: It was like a kind of slapstick, and there's a time and a place for slapstick humor. This wasn't really the place, and it just, like I said, didn't seem organic. And how the fuck did she not notice that there's a dog?
0: That exactly. That's exactly what I was just going to say. And this is the thing that bothers me the most, is that this movie supposes that this woman is the most oblivious and therefore stupid person (laughs) in the world. Because she notices nothing. She's
1: very much...
0: And the character is clearly not stupid, so...
1: So why is she acting like this? Yeah.
0: That bothers me a lot. She was just so
1: doe-eyed when she was with these men. Yeah, very oblivious.
0: But there's no reason to be doe-eyed around Chris Pine. He's an He's asshole. He's a turd.
1: And, oh <laughs> He's God, the
0: swimming pool? Just make him a fairly decent person to start with. They're making him an asshole. It's... It's a representation of maleness that Hollywood has been promoting forever. Yeah. And then nobody can figure out why men are assholes.
1: Yeah, it's because they're taught that it's okay. It's okay to act like this. Chris it's fine. Pine
0: would have been storming. Chris Pine's character, FDR, would have been storming the Capitol on the 6th. <laughs> oh
1: my God. <laughs> 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 I just fucked up because I don't believe Chris Pine would do that ever. I think that guy actually has a flip phone still. He is like completely off the radar as much as he can be, and I love that. Like in real life, the character in real life. or Chris, Chris Pine.
0: Pine. You have lots of, lots of thoughts and feelings on these these two men in real life.
1: I love. Life. Him. I love Thinking that Tom Hardy is actually like kind of a dick in real life. I get behind that. I fucking love that. I also love that. Like I said, Chris Pine, just like, hey, I like acting. I don't really want to be that involved in Hollywood. It's not really my jam. He just like, I feel like he just shows up to work and then he goes home. I love it.
0: I'm going to open my flip phone to call someone and talk to them. No texting here. <laughs> Thank just you. Like,
1: That's just fucking great. Uh, that's your,
0: that's your, that's the Chris Pine inside yeah, your mind? Yeah, I read mind? that in
1: like People Magazine or some, you know, super credible source. And I just love that. <laughs> so even <laughs> if that's not true, I'm just going to pretend that it is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, uh, fuck.
1: Um, oh, the swimming pool situation?
0: You mean in this apartment? I don't apartment? like that.
1: You're Above a fucking his apartment? scumbag. You're a fucking scumbag.
0: Total God. McGee. hated it. Okay, but... I mean, we've been describing how there's sort of this tit-for-tat dating nonsense where you're seeing each of their dates yeah. with her. But all of these dates are based on shit they, that she they know she would love because they've been invading her privacy by putting cameras and microphones all over her own apartment. Ethical all yeah. for comedy <laughs> like yeah <laughs> being super unethical you know for comedic sake
1: no it's okay that we do this cuz it's funny no no it's not is it no
0: but there's a certain point where like they get into a fight at a restaurant and then the chase begins yeah because at some point this is going to become an action movie again.
1: Yeah. You forget that they're actually spies and they have a—they really do have a job to do that yeah, they've forgotten about.
0: That they've just been ignoring so that they could, you know, spy on a woman. But, I mean, I just, like, everything about it is they have this huge fight in a restaurant and it clears the restaurant, but they're in the restaurant for 15 minutes it feels like. I just thought nobody called the
1: police. Yeah.
0: Where are the police to ask these two CIA operatives what the fuck is Where's going the manager?
1: on? <laughs> can I get a ma- can I actually get a manager? Excuse me.
0: Please Gentlemen, I'm gonna have to ask oh, you to Jesus leave.
1: Christ. <laughs> oh my god.
0: And there's this kind of bromance all wrapped up into this movie where they're constantly talking about it's you and me and we're partners and I'm behind you. And then they're like, we're done. <laughs> and all of that's solved in five seconds. We're back.
1: Oh, man, I love you so much, man. Oh, man, it's so good to have you back. I love
0: you. I love you too, bro. That's <laughs> so
1: fucking terrible. I, know, I did laugh, like genuinely laugh when that happened when they were in the Jeep. But it wasn't good.
0: It was a, yeah, it was a laugh out of I laughed yeah. too, but it wasn't a positive point, it was a laugh of absurdity. Yeah. yeah. It was a laugh of, "Oh, McGee, you've done it. A fucking good job, Jenkins." <laughs> That's such a Jenkins moment. And then and then when they're in the jeep, they can like come back together. They'll shoot tires and stuff, and they'll be partners again. Jenkins, you're a goddamn <laughs> genius. Uh now go outside and wash my car.
1: <laughs> oh, God. It's a fucking movie. Uh oh, a big problem I had at the end. It's always that like classic one-liner that last hurrah, sort of is where the cars speeding at all three of them on the broken unfinished freeway. It's not unbroken. It's not broken, mm-hmm. but it's unfinished.
0: Which by the way that that freeway seemed to be A thousand feet above the ground.
1: I think somebody didn't get a permit for that. And then.
0: I think somebody talked to the makers of vertical (laughs) limit. What you gotta do is you gotta show that they're 5,000 feet up in the air. Isn't that a little high for a freeway? Shut up.
1: (laughs) It's gonna work fine. You know who
0: I am? I'm Jenkins, 5,000 feet in the air. All
1: right. Uh, but the car is barreling towards them and they're shooting it and nothing's happening. And then the real reason why she has her job in this movie comes to light right at this moment. Right. Because she's like, shoot the headlights, blah, 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 blah. And I don't remember what her fucking reason was, but she's done research on these headlights because they released the fucking airbags. will set off the airbags. God, stop, stop it.
0: You already said you liked her job, though, so she knows things.
1: I did, but I didn't need it to come. I didn't need to find out the reason she had that job for this movie at the end of the movie because of a stunt. I didn't need that.
0: Yeah, but she gets to save the day.
1: Just let me be upset about it. Christ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <My God. laughs> what I thought was more egregious was... She's in between the two men and she has to go she has to decide which man to to cuddle with as the car flips over them.
1: Why was that even that was why more did that offensive need to be to me? Yeah, that was stupid. Just just get out of the way. It doesn't matter. Right. Just beat it. Stupid.
0: <laughs> just beat it. Beat it, beat it, beat it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, and she picks Chris Pine bitch he ain't good for you he I not just... good for you but Tom Hardy does get back with his wife and his family becomes together again so that's nice
0: I was kind of on board yeah. with that but, but again all of that just speaks to he never should have been looking for <laughs> for somebody else in the first place yeah also I don't think it says a lot that now that he was on television killing people his wife sees him in a new light (laughs) that's problematic as she has bad taste
1: in men (laughs) clearly (laughs) oh shit you kill people oh that's hot no it's not No,
0: Mm, I'm into that it's not
1: a good idea (laughs)
0: But I'm not going to credit McG. I'm not going to credit the writers. I'll credit the two actors. The woman that plays his wife and Tom Hardy. Within that final moment, I was not thinking to myself, okay, she loves him now because he's an action hero. To me, they were playing it like, now she knows the truth. He's willing to be honest with her.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, not necessarily willing. He doesn't really have a choice now because the cat's out of the bag. So.
0: Right. But I give all that credit to the two actors and to nobody else.
1: I think that's a fair statement. I'll agree with you.
0: Okay, I'm done with this fucking movie. Same.
1: <laughs>
0: What's the drinking game? Or do you have anything to say about the final scene, the parachute jump?
1: I thought it was kind of cute that they, like, like geeked out for a minute because they're getting married and he he's asking Tom Hardy to be the best man and they're, like, jumping up and down, giggling like girls. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that's, like, kind of cute. Um, but then you just couldn't leave well enough alone with Chris Pine being a, a womanizer and being... A, I'll right. say manslet, but whatever. Because you find out that he has had sex with Tom Hardy's wife in the past, like before they before, before they, they started, started dating, dating. So it's fine. Or met. And he's pissed. I'm like, can we just leave it alone? We've beaten that dead horse. Right. Shut up.
0: But again, we're just wow. like playing shitty male behavior for comedy yeah. again. It is. And you just knew that Tom Hardy never had had sex with Reese Witherspoon. You could see that coming from 17 miles away. Oh, yeah. Right?
1: Like, yeah. I knew right away that they weren't going to have sex and that she was going to have sex with Chris Pine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I knew that when she was going to the restaurant, it was to break up with him.
1: Absolutely. Um, Also, just a quick PSA to anybody who does this. Please don't talk on your phone, like car speaker while you're driving. Please don't do that. It doesn't sound good because, you know, all that we hear on the phone is the wind because you're driving. Don't do that.
0: So you would like somebody to pick the phone up and put it to their ear and crash their car? Just That's don't That's don't your make the PSA? Call.
1: Don't, have, don't pick up the phone. Just wait <laughs> okay. till it's an appropriate time. That really bothers me. Yeah. The more you know. That's all I got. (laughs) Oh.
0: What's your drinking game for this piece of shit?
1: Oh. Fuck. I actually didn't think about that. I was in awe of this movie. Uh,
0: Mine is every time they misappropriate government funds or resources. It's a lot of drinking.
1: Um, I think mine would have.
0: But mostly that's in the middle, so I figure like you're gonna you're gonna gonna ease into it, and then you're (laughs) gonna be drinking a lot, and then you get to really enjoy the shittiest part of this movie because you'll be nice and Um, drunk.
1: I think mine might be how they're just really trying to send home the idea that Chris Pine is super into women and dating and just like living his best bachelor life. Like we get it.
0: Every time he's being a douche. He does send that stewardess away.
1: Yeah. But I mean, like, who cares? You still got the You didn't cover up the swimming pool, you pig. So get the fuck out (laughs) of (laughs) here.
0: You would have liked that scene because he's actually it's a good acting moment for him. You believe him in that moment where he's I can't do this. I've met someone. But it would have been great if he had looked up right after that and said, hey, titties. (laughs) Sorry. And then close the door on her. All right. Anything else? Uh,
1: Would you recommend this movie for any reason?
0: I cannot (laughs) and I will not. Yeah. Instead, I will offer up Hudson Hawk. Oh, my
1: God. Like, I don't (laughs) disagree with you. I wouldn't recommend this movie either. In despite the fact that I did have... A decent amount of positive points, but those aren't really enough reasons to recommend this movie to somebody. But to say that this is worse
0: There is no reason for you to have fourteen positive points to say points that for this, this is movie.
1: worse than Hudson Hawk, I'll fucking kill you. Slowly.
0: Is correct.
1: With a butter knife. It
0: is correct. You've already admitted that Hudson Hawk knows it's a ridiculous movie, and that's why that movie works. And why this movie, this movie has no idea that it's as ridiculous as it is. This movie thinks it's sleek (laughs) and stylish.
1: It's completely delusional.
0: This movie was McG'd.
1: (laughs) I keep picturing every time you say McG, I'm like, oh, that's one word. That's like a name, like Cher or Madonna or Prince. Yes. Like McG.
0: Only worse.
1: (laughs) So much worse. (laughs) McG. In fact, I'm so sorry that I compared McG to Cher, Madonna, and Prince because they don't deserve that. And I apologize.
0: It's like if you have a guest at your house and they're like, where's your bathroom? I need to McG. (laughs) You're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, No. That smell's going to linger. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Light a match. (laughs) All right, anything else? No, let's say goodbye to this movie.
0: Good day, madam.
1: Uh, Good day. Just bye.
0: I think the word you're looking for is sir.
1: I think that's a bit much.
0: (laughs) You go fuck yourself.
1: (laughs) shit okay
0: all right say goodbye bye everybody to the audience i mean not me
1: not sh- not chance.
0: heartfelt as always
1: <laughs> okay bye
0: okay